Fix Insider, January 12. Retail Media. With the annual Tech Circus CES underway in Las Vegas the inevitable hype around AI is being matched by lots of noise on retail media. Major retailers like Walmart, Albertsons, Instacart and Amazon are taking advantage of the event to pitch their retail media offering and new innovations. Few people have a better handle on this space than Colin Lewis and he shares smart thinking in his paper on the seven challenges retail media faces in 2024. One of the issues he calls out is the potential for in-store and an op-ed in Adweek looks further at the range of opportunities, and in-store radio might finally be fashionable. The author reminds us that being an early mover can be advantageous for brands and I recall a smart Google friend who always talked up mobile, saying it's not too late to be early. Still applies here. R. Whilst all the industry eyes seem to be on Vegas, Apple drew some attention with their announcement that the Vision Pro is go on sale in the next few weeks. Commentators seem impressed by the carefully managed demo but the $3,500 price point makes some think it will struggle. Benedict Evans wrote a good piece when the Vision Pro was announced last summer and it merits re-reading. In his piece Benedict ponders implications for Meta who are the main hardware competitors but I would love to know where Snap sits given their advantage in our content. Is there some sort of preferred partnership here or does Snap try and ride both horses? AI. With AI I think it's most interesting to see use cases develop. Google have partnered with journalists to show how LLMs can make life easier and unlock new possibilities. And in a talk at CES L'Oreal talk about how they seek to be a leader in beauty tech, highlighting how they are using R, Metaverse and AI, with a demo of their AI beauty advisor, working on voice. The tech talk starts at 35 minutes and the AI advisor at 40 minutes. But the industry and the tech platforms are still in flux so we need to watch what's happening there too. Understanding how Apple want to play in AI is a big focus for many. As we said last week many see them jumping from laggard to leader, and finding a way to run AI on the device rather than in the cloud is a firm focus, especially as it would negate competitors' advantage of being big in cloud. The FT share an academic paper on this from Apple and consider the benefits. Google this month unveiled a version of its new Gemini LLM that will run natively on its Pixel smartphones. Running the kind of large AI model that powers ChatGPT or Google's BART on a personal device brings formidable technical challenges, because smartphones lack the huge computing resources and energy available in a data center. Solving this problem could mean that AI assistants respond more quickly than they do from the cloud and even work offline. Another big issue is content, who creates it and how do they get compensated? The FT cover this. So the problem is twofold. Not only are publishers and content creators not getting paid fairly for the content used to train these models, but AI is also poised to seriously disrupt the business by which consumers search for information online. It could make the previous 20 years of big tech's rapacious rent extraction from content creators look minor by comparison. Smart content creators have done two things, blocking web crawlers and briefing law firms to claim compensation. But I think the issue is whether every content creator is necessary to train on, Take the big story in the UK this week, the scandalous behavior of the post office. Every media outlet has covered the story but an AI model could get the key facts from just one publisher. So why pay more than once for the same facts, albeit slightly differently framed? Whilst I may choose to click on the Guardian link rather than the Mail 1 in search results, do I really care where the AI answer is sourced from? Does this mean early movers like Axel Springer have a strategic advantage over their competitors queuing up in court? After we cover the trials and tribulations of Alibaba the other big Chinese player is hoping AI can save them, Baidu's bet on AI could make or break China's fallen tech group. New TV A couple of Amazon stories set the tone, as they secure more inventory through partnerships and adding ads to Prime, 
they are talking up the competitive pricing they are adopting. Some competitors illustrated their being new to the game by asking agencies for premium pricing and big commitments, and this hasn't worked well. As mentioned last week Amazon are hiring experienced salespeople for video and looking at pricing that should be much more acceptable to the big agency buyers who control spending on TV. With the opportunities for smart targeting and the best attribution, they should be able to drive prices up over time, but based on value delivered. But they are not immune to the cost-cutting scene across new TV and are thought to be planning more cuts across Prime and Twitch. As Warner and Paramount flirt with the possibility of a deal, potentially cutting costs but doing little to resolve the huge debts, Spectrum from Charter hopes they can add the attractions of streaming to their linear business WIH their new Zumo box. Customers can still get a cable box if they want. Charter's emphasis on Zumo is part of a strategy to bring streaming and live TV together in one package. The company wants Zumo to become a superstore for streaming apps and take a cut along the way. As part of a recent deal with Disney, Charter can offer Disney Plus and ESPN Plus to some of its TV subscribers at no cost, and the company will have chances to add more apps to its list in coming months. This sounds quite like Sky and I have been surprised that Comcast hasn't done more to tailor that model for the US market. Creativity One of my hobby horses is how agencies have lost their status. The hike and days of Don Draper seem a long way away from now where, as a contagious piece outlines, creativity doesn't pay. In fact, it's a fair generalization that across the industry right now, it's the media, data and specialist agencies that are driving growth while the creative shops stagnate or decline. I think the problem is that clients don't pay for the value that good agencies can create. They just pay day rates and that model encourages agencies to be fat and slow. Hardly endearing when business values speed and agility. Now we can measure the impact of creative, it does feel a new model as possible but that requires a degree of collaboration between media and creative that is quite rare. Smart thinking from Essence Mediacom describes the need for new plans and goes some way to move towards a new model for collaboration. More work from Essence looks at the way media signaling drives effectiveness, unfortunately behind a paywall. And the business of fashion weigh in on the brand versus performance debate. All topics where a smart agency can add value but do they have the business model to allow them to invest the time needed to deliver? Merchant. There is still life in fast last mile, but the model is evolving. Dutch-based online supermarket Picnic has raised $350 million to expand their electric milk cart business into France and Germany. New retail models can and do get customer acceptance and the story behind circular fashion business Vinted is a good guide. Just as the big platforms develop their live shopping tools, there are alternatives for brands that would rather handle the sales on their own site. This case study shows how Confer have built a specific studio space for Oway. AdTech As Google finalizes their plans for a post-cookie world in their privacy sandbox, a blog post this week invited builders to dig in. Together with the industry, we've spent the last four years developing new building blocks for a better internet one that keeps people's activity private and supports free experiences for everyone. We call these building blocks the privacy sandbox, and they're already being incorporated by companies across the industry to develop more private solutions. The inevitable heated debate with those who are reticent on the Google plans kicked off and this ad exchanger piece covers it well. And this Digiday piece is good too, nine questions to consider as Google starts its move away from third-party cookies. This video on the same topic is good too. 2023 Full-Year Market Report, Luma. Buy forecast the top nine acquirers for MarTech. Group informs AD Innovation Accelerator to power advertising experiences of the future, spearheaded by Groupum's industry-leading investment team, 
The Ad Innovation Accelerator will aim to evolve the traditional 30-second ad spot by integrating advanced digital technologies that will enhance brand-to-viewer connections and drive measurable results for participating group advertisers. Plus Plus Great podcast with CAA founder Mike Ovitz, from a super agent to tech advisor. Jeff Bezos bets on a Google Challenger using AI to try to upend internet search. Of course Bezos gets search. The Amazon search engine A9 is still handling search across the Amazon site. Peloton shares surge 15% as it partners with TikTok to offer short-form fitness classes. VC Rex Woodbury on seismic waves for 2024, optimistic nihilism and consumer spending.